0: Hello, Podicumans. Brett Maddox here. Today, we are diving right back into the Faith Once Delivered document that was produced out of the John Wesley Institute. You can check out our show notes for links to the John Wesley Institute and to this document, which is available for free download. Remember that you can connect with us on social media, at podicesis is where you can find us. You can email us at questions at podicesis.com, or you can connect with us through voicemail. 404-635-6679. Four zero four six three five six six seven nine. Now, let's start this episode of the Podokiesis Podcast and continue our discussion. Hello, humans, and welcome to the Podokiesis Podcast, where we explore the world of science and technology through in-depth whoa, interviews and discuss. Oh, wait, wait. But, whoa, right. what? What, whoa, what?
1: Wait. Wait. That was Talk weird. about a bait and switch.
0: Uh... Cutting-edge research in medicine and biology. No, that's not what we do. Um, I actually asked <laughs> ChatGPT to do an introduction for me on the Potokesis podcast. And so apparently we're a science and technology podcast. Right, so now. this
1: is week number four yes. of our fascination with artificial <laughs> intelligence. Yes. <laughs> I can't let it go. I promise it will stop. It will stop. It will. Some, no, I, I mean, maybe. maybe. By although, way. Don't,
2: <laughs> although we may do a whole episode Hey, using I want to try, it, it. and they I'm, wouldn't have I'm, a clue. Uh,
1: I have intelligence; it's artificial, not even real. <laughs> Welcome to the Kesis Podcast, a podcast about what Christians believe and why it matters. I'm your co-host Jim Morrow, and we're joined by your very best friends and vegetable smoothie connoisseurs, Brett Maddox and Alan Kaysen. How's yes, it going, yes. gentlemen? Oh, man. Good,
0: good, good. I like all kinds of vegetables: uh, strawberries, blueberries. Well, Listen,
2: actually, I heard something recently what that if you, um, if you blend up a banana Uh it is like 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 uh, weight watchers wise it's more points for you than if you just eat a banana
1: i don't understand that there's
2: a difference between like eating a banana and like blending it up and eating it as like a smoothie or whatever is it the energy it
1: takes to, to digest.
2: Well, I th- I, yeah, I think there's a gi- digesting thing that happens. So, anyways, there's your food fact for today. Yeah. So this uh, apparently
1: is a, a pseudoscience <laughs> podcast, not a science podcast. Pseudoscience, I, pseudo-science podcast. Science, yes. Yeah. Uh, next yeah, next have, week, we'll somebody be
2: talk- back me up. I have no idea.
1: No. Make- so, friends, let me let me get us back on track. I've never been able to get us back on track. I always get us off track. But we are continuing in our journey through. The Faith Once Delivered, a Wesleyan witness, a document that shares the theology of the Christian faith through a Wesleyan lens, put together by the John Wesley Institute, a group of wonderful scholars. You can find it on nextmethodism.org as long as they have their security certificate taken care of again. Um, And we have been going through this piece by piece because we (laughs) love—I can't help but dig at it— (laughs) <laughs> we can't help but love the Wesleyan frame yeah. uh, and way of living the Christian life, and we believe Amen. it matters. So we are continuing our work today on the Holy Man. Spirit. Yeah. Jim, you need to do this intro so often. I did really good. I you know did. you did it good, good like, there. <laughs> um, I feel like I feel a little.
0: I, I don't know. Like he's just, a little jealous. A little <laughs> <jelly>. I'm super <laughs> giddy. I've
1: always. I feel like I feel like I sat in Daddy's chair. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're, okay. we're we're knocking on the I door. Got to but, do it. <laughs>
0: We're knocking on the door of a hundred episodes, and now you're... Uh...
2: <laughs> you're like, well, hey, I'll take over now. Okay, yeah, I no, I don't know how
1: to
0: do
2: about that. <laughs> hey, All
1: right. real quick, real quick, uh, real quick. This is so hilarious. We had the funniest moment, uh, and we're doing thousands of asides. Uh, so in, in our church, we have what we call a board of trustees. Um, mm-hmm. y- you guys have it, too. And you're supposed to elect your new chair each year. They yeah, elect the, right. their own chair. And uh, so we elected our chair and it's a great guy. He's been doing the work for a couple of years. This will be his last year. And we have uh, a wonderful uh, new new woman who's on the the board, and she is so good at running meetings that um, she started being like, "All right, do I have a second? All right, all in favor? All this stuff." And so, we're like, maybe we should have elected her. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I feel like her today. I'm in charge. There you go. She could be the vice chair. I the love area. her. If you're listening, you are my favorite. There you go. go, go. My favorite. Okay. All right,
0: Alan. Yes. Why don't you uh, read us into uh, what right. we're talking so about today?
2: We've got three more paragraphs uh, on the Holy Spirit before we get into a whole new section oh, um, yeah. dealing with the image marred.
1: <laughs> oh, and we'll get to okay. hear from Dr. Danker again at that yes. point. Oh, uh, we should. Yes. yes. Oh, that's right. Yes. That's
2: correct. So, um, fifty-three, paragraph 53, John Wesley in his sermon, The Great Privilege of Those That Are Born of God, Preach that for those in whom the image of God has been restored, the spirit or breath of God is immediately inspired, breathed into the newborn soul. And the same breath which comes from returns to God as it is continually received by faith. So it is continually rendered back by love, by prayer and praise and thanksgiving, love and praise and prayer being the breath of every soul, which is truly born of God. Okay, Wesley, Wow, preach it, yeah, brother. I know. I know. Preach it, brother.
1: And I love this. So I like, think he might try that for a living. Yeah, he might. He's, he's <laughs> well, pretty not, good anymore.
2: not, not uh, anymore. Not, not anymore. Not for a living. <laughs> living. I mean,
1: maybe at the new creation. i <laughs> a living. <laughs> podcast listeners, I'm face palming very hard right now.
0: <laughs> very hard. Well, as hard as he can with his glasses on. So, um, what, so this great privilege that John Wesley speaks of in the sermon is, He makes it right from the beginning um, that uh, the Spirit or the breath of God um, is immediately inspired, breathed into the newborn soul. Um, This great privilege of those born again is that we are empowered by, we are infilled with, we uh, are—the Holy Spirit is a reality for us, even right at the beginning of of being a child of God. It is Mm. the Spirit of God that makes us adopts us, right, into the Spirit, says to our spirit that we are children of God, as Paul would write in Romans. So mm. um, this great privilege, what I, I love how Wesley puts this. It is a great privilege for us, and it, it's not a right. I don't know if that would be language that Wesley would have used in the 1700s, the difference between privilege and rights and all that kind of thing. I thought Although, it was
1: a bunch of rules and burdens. Was that not
0: Right. No, I guess not. But it's a privilege. Not. Oh, okay. A, it I, like is the privilege. Idea.
2: I like the idea of the imagery of breath. Yeah. And um yeah, and we kinda you know, I'm Jim lying. kind of alluded to in our last episode about, you know, I mean, our lungs don't don't operate without the Holy Spirit. But then again, but this whole idea that, you know, the Holy Spirit is breathed into us the moment we believe, and then we breathe it right back to God. We breathe it right back to God through prayer and praise and mm. thanksgiving, love and praise and prayer. It's like this it's this um reciprocal kind of thing back to God, God, God breathes into us. We breathe back to God. You know, it's just, um, that doesn't sound like rules and regulations to me. That just sounds
1: like, sounds like like, like, br- life, like living, like life, just life, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, beautiful life. Yeah. That that last phrase, Wesley can be a dense writer and he can throw Latin, assuming people know how to read it, but he can also <laughs> do this. Love and praise and prayer being the breath of every soul, which is truly born of God. Yeah. One that's got rhythm and meter, Shakespeare, but two mm-hmm. love and praise and prayer being the breath of every soul, truly. Really mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I say, oh Lord, make that more true about me right now than it was yes. five minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Right. So, oh, one of the well, I'll, I'll get to this next part after this next
0: uh, mm. paragraph. But um, you'll see okay. one of the things you'll themes that you'll pick up on here if you haven't already is there's not a moment. When the Holy Spirit enters in, like the Holy Spirit's always entered in, from before we're believers, when we become believers, molding us into holiness and even into our glorification, that is there. there there's always the Holy Spirit's always there. Yeah, also. and, it's,
2: and it's, it's we who are we who quench the Spirit, you know, yes, by right. um, either not believing or not not uh living into it. Not offering the prayer, praise, thanksgiving, you know.
0: Well, and, and what I was going to say, say later, but I'll go ahead now, you know, the tefod talks about, it, it, kind of the, the theme of the TIFOD is image. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Image yeah, bearers, right. marred image, all this, right? Yeah. Which is an, very appropriate and which is great. I love that theme. Um, another, another writer that I mention a lot, uh, Thomas Oden, in his systematics, the theme there is the spirit. And uh, yes. the three volumes of his systematics is life is uh, the li- uh, the living God, but within the living God is this understanding that the spirit of God is moving at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Then you've got uh, the word of God, which is Jesus, but then you've got that the spirit of God there. And then within the life and the spirit um, at, during Pentecost and the birth of the church and what all that brings about, well, that's all spirit filled. So even within that framework, you see the spirit being a, a theme and a thread, and you could almost write this Tfod where you take the image out and you just say kind of like this movement of the Spirit from the very beginning to the very end, like it just it becomes a thread for us. So there's not like a
1: single moment when the Holy Spirit comes in, it, the Holy Spirit's just always here. And you can see that in this quote from Wesley, as it is continually received by faith. Right. And right. so you have you an have idea. And now, of course, this isn't like his full gospel, so I don't want to put so much weight on these words. But there's the, the, the reception, the receiving. So there's never a moment where the Spirit is not. Right. Everything—and and I, b- I believe this statement holds water. Everything that God does, God does by the Spirit, and God does everything. Of course. Um, it's a matter of the reception. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Which is the reception of of christ the reception of the spirit and i love how wesley puts it continually received by faith that is our response that is our um our yielding our assent, our trust our full trust lots of ways that you can really dive into that but it's a continual reception by faith and what i love about when you really dig into what that means is it's not just believing that god exists or jesus died it is a continual uh giving of oneself to the full trust of our lives to God in Christ through the Spirit. Yeah. So um, this language that Paul uh, Wesley talks about, Paul Wesley, Paul Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> he's 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 the. Did you know he's the fourth Beetle, Paul oh. Wesley? <laughs> wow. Yeah, he's the third Wesley. Um, continually receives by faith. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: And you know, we'll. I'm sure we'll talk more about this in future episodes. But when we talk about God's grace. Wesley Wesleyan theology has an understanding of God's grace, that God's grace works before our salvation, works into our salvation, mm-hmm. works within our salvation to make us holy, and then works into our movement from this life into the next. And so uh, God's grace, the Holy Spirit's always there in every moment of our lives. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Number 54.
2: All right. So Wesley continue or the T-5, sorry, um, carries on this idea of uh, the breath and the whole uh, breathing back. And he, it says, This is life in the Spirit. And we see this life most fully in the life of Jesus Christ. At his baptism, the Spirit descended on Jesus in the form of a dove. In his ministry, Jesus preached, prayed, and performed mighty deeds. Um, all signs of the Spirit's power. His resurrection was by the Spirit. Mm-hmm. And after he was raised, Jesus breathed the Spirit on his disciples for the forgiveness of sins. Those who would live according to the image of God mm-hmm. must entrust themselves to the Holy Spirit as Jesus did.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So there's again that image of God. And so the, the way we live according to the image of God, now we're, we're, we're going to get into the whole scenario where... It, the image that we were created in was marred jesus comes to restore it and the way we live into that restored image is through the power of the holy spirit
1: right yes living in the spirit i that's a beautiful uh kudos to the writers uh and editors of the Tefod, the faith once delivered because that's just a beautiful mm-hmm. paragraph yep That Jesus lives his entire—his life was lived in the Spirit, and it's the the example. Mm -hmm. So that's one way where we follow the example of Jesus is, yes, to seek to imitate him, do what he says, do what he does, but you can—again, I'm following a theme—you only can do that as you live in the Spirit. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the things I picked up in hearing you read that,
0: Alan, was— the The resurrection, right, and mm-hmm. the power of the resurrection. um after Jesus was raised, Jesus breathes the spirit into his disciples. there's the the mm-hmm. spirit is Paul will say that the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is the same spirit that lives within you. Mm-hmm. and it, I, I want to take that even a little bit further with another argument that Paul makes or another statement Paul makes in. Jim, I want to thank you for this because this is one of my favorite passages in in a con- in a conversation we were having yesterday on text. Uh, uh, this just has been on the front of my mind for the last I don't know eighteen twenty hours, um, and this is from Philippians four. Um, I'm sorry, Philippians three three. Uh, Start in verse 7, but whatever were gains to me, Paul would write, I now consider them lost for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything lost because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, Mm. for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them rubbish, that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having the righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith, the faithfulness of Christ, the righteousness that comes from God on the basis of faith. I want to know Christ, and this is it right here. This is, yeah. I want to know Christ. Yes, to know the power of his resurrection and participation in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, mm. and so somehow attaining to the resurrection from the dead. For Paul, to know Christ and to participate in his resurrection and to live in the power of the resurrection mm. is a testimony Of the Holy Spirit, the same power, the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, Paul will say, is living within us. It is this same Spirit that helps us to know Christ intimately, to know Him, to know the power of that resurrection, to know that within us, and even to be able to participate in suffering, Mm -hmm. and to pull through with that, to to move through beyond that. Um, It is the power of the Holy Spirit, and so Paul. Paul is, I would say, Paul is a a theologian um, who has a deep, deep abiding love for Jesus and who has a deep, deep, deep abiding love for the Holy Spirit because it's the Holy Spirit that makes—I don't even know if I'm saying this right— makes Jesus and all that Jesus is real to him in a very— Well, real, real, real real way. Mm. Hey, everyone. We will return to the show in just a moment, but we just wanted to take this time and tell you about some of our favorite people. As you know, the Podakiesis podcast is a proud member of the Spirit and Truth podcast network. Spirit and Truth is a movement of Wesleyan-minded Christians seeking to awaken and equip the 21st century church through the power of the Holy Spirit to share the gospel and make disciples of Jesus Christ. We long to see a new movement of Christians who are empowered by the Spirit, rooted in truth, and mobilized for the mission. For more information and resources, you can visit www.spiritandtruth.life. We also want to let you know about the Spirit and Truth Conference, March 9th through the 11th in Dayton, Ohio. Last year, uh, the Podakiesis podcast crew went to this conference for the very first time, and honestly, it was life-changing. It was so impactful. And so we want to invite you to join us at this conference in Dayton, Ohio, March 9th through the 11th. You can register now. Registrations are open. Early registration is open at spiritandtruth.life, and you can follow the link there. You can also put the word podcast, podcast, podcast. In the discount code box and get a little bit of a discount on your registration. So uh, we hope to see you in Dayton, Ohio, March 9th through the eleventh of twenty twenty-three, as we all come together in worship, seeking God's spirit and being uh, and, and just fellowshipping with each other as we grow closer to Jesus. And now uh, that's all I have. So we're going to get back to our conversation.
2: Well, that kind of gets to the next question. If you oh, like... let's. I mean, so Mr. in giving, I uh, no, right in giving, uh, we're just going to call that the Holy Spirit, uh, we're gonna call that the, the, yeah. in giving the spirit, the father and the son offer the benefits of full salvation, applying the blood of Christ to those who turn to him in faith. Mm. It is the spirit's work to reveal the fullness of God and of his saving work. In the words of Charles Wesley, spirit of faith, come down, reveal the things of God, and make to us the Godhead known, and witness with the blood. Tis thine the blood to pl- to apply, and give us eyes to see, who did for every sinner die hath surely died for me. No one can truly say that Jesus is the Lord, unless thou take the veil away and breathe the living word. Then only then we feel our interest in his blood, and cry with joy unspeakable, Thou art my Lord, my God. And that's a spirit of faith come down. Um, Nice. But the uh, well, I mean, there's still, there's a lot there, uh, but because uh, it Charles just packs all yeah. this, all the theology and all uh, the theology stuff. and all the all stuff.
1: George, <laughs> George George Wesley was less of a good hymn writer, um, <laughs> but he was
2: the fifth Beatle.
1: Yeah, have you see, have you heard his song? The Holy Spirit is God's magic wand. <laughs> <laughs> the Holy Spirit is God's magic wand, and John and Charles were like, dude, dude you need to go on. home.
2: Stop. Come on. Come on. Come on. But the the idea that the Holy Spirit is the one that reveals the fullness of God. I mean that the that this whole idea, you know, that for Paul, you know, make made Christ real. For us, I mean, it reveals it reveals um who Christ is, God's saving work in us. Um mm-hmm. uh yeah, I mean, and then oh yeah. I don't know, it's just lots. Lost there the, so, you know. and
1: it's it's the spirit of God that applies the work mm. that Christ has done to you. So, you know, you think about like um the blood has been has been spilt and given and the spirit takes and applies it to you. It's like in the Passover story, the lamb has been slain and somebody has to apply it to the doorposts. Mm-hmm. The spirit mm-hmm. applies it to you. So when we're talking about salvation. Um, when we assent and believe in Christ, the Spirit is making all that Christ has done and available, made available, applies it and works it in your life. Mm-hmm. So that's the mechanism. So it's not just I believe and then I'm saved. It's I believe, I trust, and the Spirit mm-hmm. actively changes and makes that work in me. So it's not just a matter of, well, I guess I believe it, I guess I'm saved, that God is continuing to do uh, to be active and sweep across the chaos that is in the void that is your life, applying the blood, the work, the redemption mm. of Christ to you. Right, and I think that's pure Thomas Oden because I am formed by that guy. By the way, no, but, no doubt but it's here. And
0: and and here it says, in, um uh, applying the blood of Christ to those who turn to Him in faith. So, you know, there is there are those theologians out there who say. The atoning work of Christ was applied by the Holy Spirit to all the world in a kind of universal manner, so that no matter what decisions for Christ or not, or who they follow, that eventually, um, everyone will be saved. Everyone will come to know who, uh, God the Father, God in God the Son, and God the Spirit, like that. Well, everyone's so kind of, going to bend the knee. You, everyone but, will right, um, but there's a there's a universalism kind of in that thinking because of, and, but here, the Holy Spirit applies this. The problem with that universalist thinking is it takes away the need for our response to God's grace and to His love. There is a response. I mean, there is a yeah. we respond to God's grace, um, and so. Yes, that that the power of God, the love of God, is poured out for all. But we still have to respond to that, and, and and there's a sense that what the Holy Spirit does in that is it takes off that veil. Isn't that what Charles wrote in there? Right. Yes. It, that it takes that veil off. We can only respond because the Holy Spirit is involved yeah. in that. that it's a gift. But we,
2: it's a gift. We've got to open it, though. You yes, know?
1: it's a oh. gift. We have to respond to it. We have to open it. We have to take it. But it's uh, the Holy yeah.
2: Spirit that, that helps us do that.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah so the, now I understand so this is what uni, universalism universal salvation that we're yeah. that you're talking about. Yes, um, yeah. Man I get that hope, right? Oh I do too. Right. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah I want oh, yeah. I want all I want all people to be saved. And and I have a feeling that God desires that no one should perish. I think that's in the scriptures. That, that's that scripture. is, um, I, it is
2: in the scriptures.
1: Oh good. Wow. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? It's more um, than a feeling. Yeah more than a, <laughs> more than a feeling. That's George George Wesley's contribution <laughs> to the of the band there, um, yeah, I get the feeling. So, man, wouldn't that be great? Yeah. But here's what I know: I know, I know that um, there, are, God can do all things and wonderful things. And if God can, God can woo me into repentance and new life. Then He can Amen. do that for everybody. And, I, and 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 you know what? What what kind of great life it would be if we found out after all is said and done that um, Jesus is doing things that we don't know but you know what yeah absolutely great praise god um but what i do know now is that if i offer you christ and the spirit works and you and you respond in your heart through faith you're going to i mean you're just going to repent and fall on your knees and and go Mm -hmm. to god like i'm not telling i'm not telling you get your life right i'm telling you here's jesus and then the spirit's gonna do the work Right, um, and 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 it does, and it's not only that it quote requires a response, but that's also the pattern. A response is always always brought, yes. uh, is always wrought, and even your responses to prevenient grace, where the movements of your heart um, bring great feelings or sorrows, regrets, or yearnings, those are involuntary, deep responses, and there will be a point where um, you can say, with the fullness of your heart, yes right? Um, So, man, I get it, it. and I I do have a little bit of tension. I'm always trying to ride the tensions because I think it helps me get clear. Like, God loves you, but um, but (laughs) there is response needed, but the Spirit is working those responses in you, and it's not just that you have to respond. It's that the history of God's work in humanity through Christ is that when the Spirit gets a hold of you, there is a part of you that is going to yearn to respond, and you just need to lean into it. Yeah. Yes. Am I am I too Calvinist on that one? I think maybe I'm no, just no, talking. No, no. Listen, here's the thing. Remember, I'm just trying to ride lines here. Um,
0: the, the, get clear the, of my own thinking. The the whole and 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 William Abraham, the late great William Abraham, kind of helped clarify this for me. God's prevenient grace <clears throat> doesn't. It, we don't respond out of free will to God. That's a misnomer. Mm-hmm. We respond out of a freed will yeah. that the Holy Spirit frees us to be able to respond to God's grace. See, without the Holy Spirit, we wouldn't be able to even know that God is revealing himself to us. That's how depraved we are in, in our sin. Um, mm-hmm. So um, uh, I was thinking, and, and, and I'm grateful for what you said, the, I'm more convinced now— than I've ever been in my life and in ministry, that um the job of the preacher, the job of the evangelist, the job of the apologist, the job of the 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 Christian disciple who's working in the school system or whatever, is simply to lift high Jesus. To, to, to lift him high. To and in a sense, what what I mean, so Jesus says in John um, if the Son of Man, he's talking about his death, but he says, if the Son of Man is lifted high above the earth, uh, he'll draw all men or all people unto himself. That's an incredible statement. Like, if you slow down and read that, like, if the Son of Man is lifted high, exalted, that language is an exaltation language, then he, he'll draw. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like he does the drawing and that's the holy spirit work that's a god's graceful work so our job in proclamation of the gospel of here's the gospel here's the good news of jesus christ has died christ has risen christ will come again here's the good news of the gospel of jesus christ to to redeem and to 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 make you into the person that you were created to be uh, that's like it's not our place to convince like th- he'll draw all people unto Himself." And that's an incredibly freeing thing for us who are in vocational ministry, but also for those of us who are in just ministry of the, of the
1: baptized. Yeah. Yeah. People are so worried about, can I be effective? Will it work? What if I, what if I fail? And, you know, um, the, the, the Holy Spirit is at work in, in the way that we interact with people and the way that we work. We yield to the Spirit and trust that the Spirit will make Christ attractive. Yeah. Like we don't have to, we don't bear that responsibility. Now, should we hone our skills, our lives, our learning, our minds, our hearts so that we can grow better at it? Yes. Yes. Um, But it is really freeing. And I think it's not just for say us as preachers, but for John and Sally, you know, who love Jesus so much and they're raising their family and they've got friends and neighbors to know that they're not responsible for the winning of souls but to do the right. work of winning souls which the spirit Boom. you know which the spirit will Boom. do um like what you decide to once i decide that i'm responsible for your decision for christ then i get manipulative and weird and maybe even abusive spiritually Ooh. abusive yeah 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 not always but i mean it could really get bad yeah. and we've seen that um Anyway, it's just a really high view of, of that, what the Holy Spirit does, right? I just and you can take this hymn of Wesley: "Lord, um, take away the veil." Yeah, you know, uh, take the veil away and breathe the living word. Yeah, you know, in in everybody, in me, you know. Um, I'm gonna give a kind of a practical, a practical
0: kind of example of this that I've that's been convicting to me. Um, so I try to do every Sunday some sort of invitation. Um, and I have been, I've I've always been felt like that's the weakest part. I and it's so funny. It's like, why is this so hard? Like, and you know, like you, I'll go to a church um, or a conference or something like that, and people will give invitations, and sometimes those invitations are as long as the sermon was, you know. And so I'm sitting there going, but but then there's great response, you know, and I'm like, why is this so hard for me? Like I. <laughs> I've been doing this a long time. Why, why, when I get to the end of my sermon, I, I feel like I'm just stumbling, inviting people to follow Jesus? Like, I don't understand this. And just sort of recently, um, I, again, reading the Gospels, and I was struck by how just real, succinct, and clear, and plain the invitation Jesus gave to follow him was. I mean, literally, it was, follow me, and the people followed. And so there was a sense where I, I came to a place where I was like, maybe, I'm, maybe this is such a heart trouble for me because I'm trying to put too much of me into this. Um, maybe I'm wanting to see a great response so I can make Brett's name great. But if I'm going to lift high the name of Jesus, simply the invitation is follow Jesus. Jesus is calling you to follow him and to see where that goes, that simple, clear Jesus invitation that He gave to follow Him. And I tell you, that has been, at least personally on my end, freeing too, of not feeling like I needed to come up with a five-minute creative way to manipulate people into following Him. What if it was just... A joke, a tear, and a
1: whispery voice.
0: Yes. What if it was just, "Hey, Jesus is saying, follow Him." How will you respond?
2: I just, I just get people to, to take out their cell phones and just text me. You know, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. That was sorry.
1: <laughs> well, you know, so I start to land the plane, and I'm like, all right. And then I as I, I have them dim the lights. <laughs> the smoke machine comes <laughs> on, and then I, I get down on my knees and be like, Jesus. These sinners, <laughs> yeah. but it is. I mean, that
0: invitation—Jesus's invitation—follow me, and they did. Yeah, and, 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 and the the wild thing about that is, those disciples messed up more than they got it right, especially before the Pentecost. Like G- Peter denies Jesus, they all just yeah. mess up. Yeah, we mess up. We're going to mess up, but follow Jesus. He redeems us. He restores us. He. Yeah, and there's great
1: power. Just in the come, Spirit.
2: follow me, and he, the Holy Spirit does the rest. I mean, exactly. You know, it's kind of like, um.
1: So this this whole we've actually just, compl- just completed section one. This I is know, like right? We've done 400 episodes. When, <laughs> page when we first 18, thought about the T-FOD, page, we were thinking it was going to be six episodes. We were just going yeah. to skim it. <laughs> yeah. So this yeah. is page 20 of 63, um, <laughs> and what we've to talk about the God, yeah, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit just been beautiful. yeah. And you cannot talk about anything else without talking about God, because if you go back to our second episode, that our whole purpose is to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. God is the beginning of mm-hmm. all of this. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, I hope that it's been enlightening for us. Um, my last thought that I would bring for this episode in this little section is something I keep harping on Steve Siemens. Mm-hmm. He wrote a book called yep. Ministry in the Image of God, which is for all Christians. Mm-hmm. Is with all of this understanding, we recognize that we live to the Father in the Son through the Spirit. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that is life to God. And so we do ministry to God in mm-hmm. Christ through the Spirit. It's good. Mm, we live. To God in Christ. To hey, spirit. just
2: real quick, the Spirit and Truth Podcast had him on a couple of episodes ago, and he's going to be a speaker at the Spirit and Truth Podcast. Oh, Conference. he is going to be a uh, So, uh, in March. Oh my gosh, so. Awesome. so, by
1: the way, this is this is a good plug. This is a great segue because the Spirit and Truth Conference is coming up. Um, I, mean, I think by the time this episode airs, it'll be like just a month away. Right. Yeah, all right. So, go right. to spiritandtruth.life. Listen, everybody. We would love to see you there. Um, it is beautiful and joyful, and all of the things that we talk about, we get to celebrate with others and live and experience. Dayton, Ohio, is not that far away, man. Come on. Yeah. And talking about the
2: Holy Spirit. Talking about the Holy Spirit. Like it's a Holy Spirit conference. So um, and
1: and so Beautifully intellectual yes. and emotional yes. and relational. Yes. It's a beautiful time. It becomes a family. Yes. Uh, it, it is not an expensive conference at all, very affordable, mm-hmm. well worth the money that you would go. So register spiritandtruth.life Life, right? and, and let us know. Will you get on uh, Twitter or Facebook at Podikesis and let us know you're coming? If you yep. have actually listened to this episode, <laughs> we want to know if you're coming to the coming, Spirit Truth yeah. Conference because we want to meet you face to face yep absolutely absolutely and that's going to be and we'll, awesome we'll put all the dates and the information in the show notes as well. show notes
0: so uh as we close down this episode um let's just give the invitation for all who are listening christ calls us to follow him and uh, if you want more information about that or help or prayer uh email us at questions at com, and we will uh we will be praying for you and uh, we are so grateful for our community, and we look forward to being with y'all next time as we actually move into a s- different segment, a different section of the TFOd, and we get to talk about Jim's favorite
1: theme, Sin. So, Oh,
0: uh, <laughs> oh what?
1: <laughs> that's okay. it. That's good. Until next time, this see, has see been the right, Podcast. Peace. I'm Jim, that's Brett, that's Alan. Have a great day.
0: As we end this episode, we will have all the links mentioned in the episode particularly particularly those links pertaining to the John Wesley Institute and the document, The Faith Once Delivered, available uh, in our show notes. That uh, document, The Faith Once Delivered, is available for free download. So just click on that link and go download it, and you will have that resource. is fantastic. Uh, be sure to hit us up on social media. At Podakesis is where you can find us. You can find us on our website, podakesis.podbean.com, and you can listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. So share us with your friends and tell them just to find us, wherever. You can leave us a voicemail, uh, 404-635-6679, or leave us an email, questions at potakesis.com. And as always, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple iTunes, which helps us out there. We greatly appreciate it, and we greatly appreciate you. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. Have a good one, and God bless.